Uh, what's up? Uh, I'm Max. Welcome to the first Pine Straw Podcast. Um, here with one of my fellas, and uh, we're going to be discussing some golf. Yeah, I'm Sam. We're going to be talking about the Workday Charity Open this week, and um, some of our picks, thoughts on the course, and how it's going to hold up through two weeks, and um, you know, just golf in general. So... Yeah, I mean we're uh we're gonna make a point to not try and discuss uh Bryson the entire time, like the entire rest of the golf world has been doing. Um, I know that he's pretty popular, but we're kind of sick and tired of him. We've got maybe one thing to talk that's not, about with that's him. That's not hate on him. Oh, I mean no, we're, we're not we're not hating on Bryson hate, or anything. But. We're just hating. We're just hating on hearing about yeah. Bryson's uh, diet for the past. In his Week physique, and yeah, and just like everyone else is, so you know he's thankfully he's not playing this week, so we won't have to talk talk about him in regards to like the course and stuff until next week. But yeah, yeah, for okay, now. yeah, no, that's enough for us. Um, all right, so I know that at uh, Muirfield Village where they're playing this tournament, they're gonna be. They've introduced six new fairway bunkers, um, and they've introduced, I think, three new tee boxes. Uh, I read that on PGA Tour website, um, which I don't think that that necessarily will make. I heard that they're not using those uh, those new tee boxes. They're not going to use those this week. Oh, they're going to use, gonna them, use next them next week, okay. the Memorial, but they're not they're not getting those into play just yet. Okay. Distance is still a thing, and it's, oh, still, yeah, it's still just a long, as, it's still a long just course. as big of a factor as as uh, as it's played in every other golf tournament. Yeah. Um, so I mean, of course, the power rankings on PGA Tour had like Hideki at first. It was like, well, he's a bomber, and same with like JT and like Brooks Kepka. I know was up there. But yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, with with like last year, I wouldn't say Cantley's a bomber, and he won the Memorial last year, obviously. So I can't, I can get it out there. He can, he can but there. I I don't think I think that um, this style of course is more. It 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 just rewards ball striking, not like last week. Yeah, more iron play more than iron play yeah base than just bombing it. I mean, they're not going to be able to hit driver off every tee. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. All right. Uh. Is there any kind of player that you think? That this is gonna suit the that Mirfield Village is gonna suit, um, and maybe more specifically because it's the two two weeks in a row, maybe because just because the new fairway bunkers or just things like I don't want to allude to any of my picks, but I I think it's gonna be more of a a form based player who's gonna play well this week and win, just because I mean this is what the fifth event since the restart and um. I think that the players who have been playing well for the past four weeks are confident. They're hot now. And I, I think that all, like, this course is kind of similar to how the Rocket Mortgage was supposed to be set up. Uh, thicker, rough, more punishing. I just think Muirfield's going to do a better job of actually holding up against the competition. So, But I don't think it gives a bomber um, necessarily that much of an advantage. So I really think it's just anyone's anyone's game which is why guy like Hideki has such great course course history there because his ball striking has been like absurd so do you value do you value current form more or 
coarse form more. I mean, it's a mixture, obviously. Yeah, but if you had to pick I would I would probably value current form more. Okay. Just because... I mean, yeah, I'm not saying, like, we'll take, like, Jack now at the Masters and Augusta uh, yeah, yeah. versus... Like, I'm, I'm just talking about if I know that, like, Patrick Cantley hasn't played in however many weeks... What um, do you value the I fact mean, he that finished, he, he finished tied eleventh at the Travelers two weeks ago? Oh well, then who's someone that? Oh, okay, Jason Duffner won before Bryson. Um, that's what three years ago now. Yeah, I and he hasn't, and he has not been playing exceptional recently. Like, do you do you value the fact that he plays well in this course more, or do you value the fact that? He just has not been competing recently, and that's... Uh, I would say, well, I mean, Duffner's another bad example because he finished, I want to say, like, tied eighth last year at the Memorial. Finished, I mean, I know well, he that was... Well, just, that just goes to show how if you, get on, if you get on a course that you like, that can completely erase how your... How your form. Current, your yeah, current your, form. your current form. But, I mean, I still, like, I still got to give the nod to current yeah, form. Yeah, okay. All right, do we want to get into our our picks? We're going to be doing uh picking our winner. Um just who we think like if we had to put money on someone bet on it, um who who would we pick to win? Um our sleepers, our fades and our long shot uh to like hit a top 10. Uh so I guess I will go first. Um and I guess we'll just alternate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, my, I hope we don't have any of the same picks because I, I don't know. Pretty I, I don't awkward. know any of Sam's. I don't know any of Sam's picks. Yeah, and he doesn't any know any of mine. Um, yeah, that would that would be pretty shitty if we just ended up with yeah the four the four of the same picks. Uh, okay, so my winner pick is Gary Woodland. Okay, why? Um, I think that. Well, I I know that according to PJ Tour, the greens are not as rough and slick as they usually are. For the memorial, um, I think that this is they're kind of setting this up like how they set up the um, colonial. No, how they set up the pro am at Pebble Beach versus how they set up the U.S. Open there last year. Okay, so, I mean I'm not saying that because of that. Like Gary, I, that that has nothing to do with <laughs> Gary Woodland. How that has nothing because I could give you a million differences. But um, but yeah, but yeah, there are. I'm, they're definitely setting the course up a little bit easier this week than they will next week. Um, I think that Gary Woodland is a very consistent ball striker, and I think that's what it's going to take to perform uh, this week. And I think that his, putting it nicely, we'll call it streaky putting, um, will... You think actually, it'll be good. It'll, it'll work this it'll, week. It'll work out this week because the greens are going to be a little bit easier... Um, than they are during the normal uh, Memorial Tournament. That's interesting. I really didn't think that you were going to pick him. I mean, wow. he played... He played <laughs> wow, how crazy. <laughs> he played well at the Colonial, was it? Um, when he got off to the really hot start Yeah, on, like, I think that was Colonial. I'm not, I'm not entirely but, sure. He hasn't played in a while. I just don't... I, I mean, know. I was... I don't know. We'll, my, we'll see. We'll see. I've got it. Hey, at least I've got my pick in out... On the internet now, so that if he yeah. wins, I was right. Well, I've got uh, I got Justin Rose. Oh. Um, I 
I love his swing, and I know that he switched back to those irons, and I know everyone's been talking about that. So I think that if he can strike the ball consistently, which I know has been a struggle at times with him, I think that the putting's there. And if he can hit greens, I think that if he sees the consistency go up with his iron shots, he is a amazing putter, I think. I actually, so I, think. I actually think that he's a pretty similar player to Gary Woodland. And then yeah. their, their ball striking is the definitely the part of the game part of their game that's uh, the best. And then I I mean I wouldn't say that Justin Rose is a great putter. I would not say that Gary Woodland's a great putter. I mean yeah, but course, I think PGA that, Tour standard, I think that but, um, Gary Woodland is a more streaky putter than Justin Rose. So I think I I thought about I thought about Gary Woodland. Spoiler alert: He's not my top ten pick. But I did think about him for my top ten, and I thought, well, for your he's, top, that's not really a long gonna, shot. I mean, but if I had to put someone to top ten, like yeah, sure. No, my, like, my top ten, I would Sung say Jay. <laughs> oh yeah, my top ten is a long shot. I'd okay, say, but okay. for the most part, I wouldn't. I I didn't pick Gary Woodland just because his his putting is a little yeah atrocious. Okay, it it all I think it all depends on iron play really. If um he can you know, get his, like, GIR at, like, 80% or something. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that would I be think, huge for well, any gonna, player yeah, in the field. If you're going to see anyone hit it in the 80s, then I think that there will be They should be up five. there. Yeah, yeah, they should be contending. Um, but I, I would say just Justin Rose's short game, I think, is, is better than yeah. Gary Woodland's. It's just a really precise golf course. Yeah. And I think you want someone who can play methodical shot, Does, um, shot, shot golf you know i will say gary woodland has played well on this golf course i did not look he i mean uh you know horses horses for courses on pga tour he finished tied fourth in uh 2016 i don't know i feel like he is a streaky player like when he won the uh the waste management he was rounding in form too and he was definitely playing a lot better right before he won the U.S. Open. And other than when he got off to that, like, when he got hot on the back nine of that uh, first day of Colonial, I think he shot, like, four under par, just ripped off, like, four or five birdies in a row on the back after a long string of pars. And other than that, he really hasn't played amazing since the restart. But Justin Rose has been playing a lot better than a lot better he than was, he had. But I wouldn't say he's he playing been. amazing at all either. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing particularly well. But I, he's taken two weeks off. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Um. So yeah, should we move on to the sleepers? I think that we've yeah. talked enough about our winners. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go first this time? Uh yeah, let me let me double check and see now, who I've got. See now we're getting into Oh where yes. We could have the same. Okay. Um my sleeper's Luke Donald. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh pretty much same reason as uh as Justin Rose except for the fact that I did see as you mentioned earlier new bunker complexes not only in the I mean I know they added the fairway bunkers best bunker player 
You he's just really see, good. You just see the word bunker and you think Yeah, McDonald's. exactly. But, I mean, he's a precise player. He can putt it really well. And, I mean, I think if he gets hot, there's a good chance that he plays well. I know, I think he's played well since the restart. I feel like I saw, I thought I was seeing his name, but let me look up how he played. I really don't know. I know that he's been playing, he's got to be playing on the European tour mostly. Ooh. I mean, 300 377 oh, no, in the he, world. He, no, he played... He's he's made two consecutive cuts. He missed the cut at the Heritage. I didn't realize. I thought he was playing on the European Tour. No, yeah, but he... um, I don't know. I, I didn't see his odds, obviously. I mean, I could dig him up, but I, I feel like... Okay, yeah, he's, he's definitely I mean, he's definitely a sleeper. Like, that's... I don't think that he's a... He's but, a yeah, but I feel like... I mean, his ball striking is still really good. Mm-hmm. And if he putts well, I think he's still like a top twenty player in the world on his day. So I think that he's got a shot. Really, yeah. Gosh, I do not think he's. You don't that think is so? such a terrible take. You don't that think is so? A, that is a horrible take. Top twenty. I mean, not world. not if everyone's playing at their best. But well, that's like, how you have to. That's how you have to compare it. If you're talking about Luke I'd Donald say at his best, I'd say, gotta, I'd say he's top fifty in the world. If everyone's at their best, if everyone's at their best, I'd say he's top fifty in the world. He's probably closer to fifty than that's, he is to twenty five. That's a difficult. That's a difficult discussion to have. You don't think so? because everyone at their best player, like you could say, like then, like Tom Watson at his best. Ah, yeah, you DJ know, at his best. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> at his um, best, uh, then you <laughs> could make the argument that he's in the top ten because he used to be number yeah, one in the world. Uh, yeah, got it. But that's. You disagree. I, I disagree. I, get it. I just don't. Th- I just don't think that he can. I just don't think that, when it comes down to it, I don't think that he's gonna go out and beat these younger guys. That, I just. I mean, I. I know, but I can I see like... him. I can see him like top tening, having a good week. But I just a sleeper pick to win. I I can't see it with him. Um, okay. My pick also an Englishman. I picked Matt Wallace. Sleeper, how is he getting slept on? He finished like tied fifth last week. That doesn't that so look at look if you look up his odds, he's still like seventy to one. Yeah, okay. I mean he's not what what's his world rank? Like he's forty fourth, forty sixth? Uh forty sixth. Forty sixth. I mean that's like if okay. Let's look at a player. If I were to pick okay, Victor Perez. Victor Perez to win would that be a sleeper? I mean, yes, it would be. Yeah, and but he's if, ranked higher than higher in the world than Matt Wallace. Yeah, but if, if Matt Wallace did play well last if week, you that's Jordan's... why he's my that's why he's my sleeper because I think that because I think that he's okay. Not he's not going to be valued. I don't think everyone's thinking like oh uh, let's look at like the big guys that are in let's look at Brooks let's look at like JT. But you got to think those guys are definitely saving their game for part of them wants to save their game for next week. You know, they want to put on a show for the fans. They want to go out, go for all, all the par fives this week. You know, it's it's a charity open. You, it's kind uh, of, I mean, yeah, they I still don't think win. they still want to win, obviously. But I think that a lot of the guys are going to be using this as a kind of, I mean, duh, as a warm up for next week. And I could totally see someone like a Matt Wallace coming in and just. Taking it seriously, yeah, taking and it seriously and winning when yeah. the bigger guys don't. So yes, yeah, I I Thank can you. see that pick. I just don't know if he's a hundred percent a sleeper. Okay, because I understand. He's, he's I understand. really You're not he's qualifying really him as a sleeper, but 
But right. everyone, but he's not someone that he's not. He's a not nobody at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. My fade for the week. Yeah. Probably the same as mine. Brooks. Oh no. Hoosiers. I'll say later. Why is why are you fading, Brooks? Well, we've got a we've got a little we've got a uh, segment slash question about Brooks later, um, which I'll just allude to, even though we're going to be talking about it in probably ten or fifteen minutes. Is it is is Brooks Kepka back slash will he perform this week? Um, so I'm just going to leave it at my fade is Brooks. Um, I will explain myself when we get to that. Okay. Uh, when we get to that That's, question. I'll I'll hold myself there because I you know I'm a fan. I know that you so, like Brooks. I like Brooks too. We, who doesn't like him? He's yeah. a he's a genuine genuine dude. Uh my fade is Hideki. Okay. Um I just think that his putting is atrocious. And and um I know that they're they're testing out new pin locations this week and yeah, he played well at at the Rocket Mortgage, but I just think like his odds are inc- incredibly low, and he's number one on all the power rankings. And I don't think he drives the ball particularly well. I know his irons kind of like Rose and Gary Woodland, where like on his day he's the best. Yeah, you know? I think that everyone's kind of the way we see Rose and Gary, or the way that I see them being similar, which is like T to Green like, amazing, and then once they get on the green, they're bad. I think that most people just see Hideki as that on steroids. Oh, yeah. So I mean, when we went and saw him play, it was like, it was, the main reason I pick him is because whenever I think about Hideki, I think about what he did at the the Open. How we watched him and Kiz shoot, like for, like, off, basically, tee to green. Uh, yeah, I Kisner was four that. under through eight, and he was, like, three over par. His yeah, putting we, was just um, terrible. Yeah, when we were, what was that, round... Round that one. Round, round one. one in at Port Rush. The, uh... We, I mean, I remember that. Yeah, on the... We were watching Kiz go out. First day, it was him. It was... Aren't, don't they go from pair? Just two mm, It was uh, the two of them and Ricky. Okay, yeah, I remember that. We, there was a big, big American crowd there. Um, really ended up being kind of shitty because of that. But it was nice. Kiz started off really well. Um, and they were both striking the ball amazing. I'm talking yeah. about Kiz and Hideki, and Hideki had a few three putts from yeah. probably less than 20 feet. I remember. I remember he made that. Uh, he made that eagle putt on number two. Remember, Kiz made that. Yeah. It was like a yeah. 25 to 30 footer, and I think Hideki was maybe like five feet inside of that for his birdie, and he three putt it. And yeah. then two holes later, he had another three putt. And next yeah. thing you know, he's three over par. And I just. Until I see him win again and prove me wrong, I feel like the putter's always the problem with him. And when the greens are so... I think they're running at a nine this week. Yeah. I, did you see that? I, I mean, I know that they're running slow. I, mean, I know they're slow, but I think when, when, they're, when you can be so aggressive on the greens, you need to be able to putt better than he does to really win. I think that... I'm, the reason that's... I mean, that's goes against not necessarily... No, it kind of contradicts with Justin, Hideki, Justin Rose and Hideki Gary Woodland. and uh, Gary Woodland and Justin Rose. Not anything specific about them, but it should. I think that having slow greens for a PGA Tour caliber player is going to give them the confidence to hit the putts that they want because they're going to really give those putts some enthusiasm. You're right, but I feel like that 
you just feel like it won't. That helps out the whole. That helps out the whole field, and I feel like Hideki needs the whole field to be handicapped. Okay. Well, as handicapped as he is when it comes to grades. Yeah. Um. Okay. Long shot time. Yep. My long shot top ten is Scotty Scheffler. Oh, okay. That's. Um. Is that the same one you have? No, I was thinking I was I was definitely I was between him and the guy that I picked. So actually. yeah, um, I, I mean his form is just great. I I, I was looking on a, what's that? Like his his current world golf rank fifty fifty six. Yeah, that's not not yeah. really a long shot. But I mean it it is. Maybe if I'd swapped him and Luke Donald, that looks like that, that, that is a, a Texas Longhorn. By the way, for all the viewers at home, is he? Did that he go is. to UT? Yeah, he did go to UT. I didn't know um, But, I mean, yeah, I guess he, he's missed his last two cuts, so I guess maybe his, his odds are definitely a little deflated from that. But he is, I'd say he's, he gains strokes on every facet of his game. And I think that you need to be super well-rounded. Okay. Here. And I um, just, you know, people are always talking about, like, Scotty Scheffler, he's going to win soon, he's... He's so uh, he's so great. He's so composed on the course. I'm ready to see. Yeah, it. a mature a mature player. Yeah, um, yeah. I I I am rooting for him. I hope that he can he can make a cut. Yeah, I mean he hasn't made one in the past <laughs> in the past few weeks. Um, all right, uh, my long shot is I was deciding between Sky Shuffler, and I've realized that I'm kind of on the ball striking train. All ball striking, no putting. Because my long shot is Lucas Bjerregaard this week. Oh. Um, How is he even I, playing? I, I haven't heard about him he in missed, a while. I know that he missed the cut at um, at the Rocket Mortgage. That's not good. Um, but I will but, say... What, Scotty Scheffler just missed the cut, too. So, Lucas Bjerregaard. Bjerregaard. Um, um, you're right. But he's 139. That's that's pretty okay. that's pretty long shot. One, two, three, four. Missed seven. He's cuts missed a in lot row. of cuts in a row. He hasn't made a cut. I know in that he has been. Look at that. I, seven I, events played in twenty twenty. No, seven. I know cuts. that he has been like drastically changing and working on his swing um, over the quarantine period and over all of twenty twenty. Did he play here last year? No, he did not. He didn't. So. I mean, he he's a long shot for a reason. He hasn't. I know he hasn't. He is not in good form. This might even be his first time playing here. But uh, I've just I saw I saw his swing on Instagram. I saw him. I saw his practicing. I've been seeing the progress. He looks good. <laughs> I mean, of course, they all look good when you post one swing on Instagram. But I can. You can definitely see that he's trying it, it's almost like what Gary Woodland did in uh mm-hmm. like 2016 it all just kind of clicks at once stopped when he stopped swinging it's like Gary Woodland said he stopped swinging as hard as he could at each ball um yeah and i think that that's what uh Bjerregaard is going to do hopefully and i think that he could just explode this week in a good way and <laughs> And like maybe I if, like I had game. To, if I had to put a bet on like first round leader or something, yeah. like Lucas Beergard would be, and well, that's yeah, why that's you could probably reason. put a dollar on him and get like two hundred. No, he's, to yeah, he's probably. Play. I mean, I I agree. I like. I do remember watching him play the match play. I liked his game. Uh, I like I like the fluidity of his swing, but 
I that that is an interesting one. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you could kind of just throw a bunch of names into a hat and pick one. pick one out and say, "Oh, well, this guy's a great ball striker because they all are." Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean it. I I like that he's working on his game. I just. I would like to see more. I don't know. I'm just hopeful. I've seen. I've. I have seen him work. I'm just kind of hopeful that he will uh, play yeah. well. Um, also, one thing that I thought was interesting. I was looking at the tee times, and in Dublin, Ohio, uh, it is supposed to rain all day Friday, um, but. I think it's supposed to get worse as the day goes on, and then it's supposed to be completely fine on Thursday. And Lucas Beauregard, Gary Woodland, and Matt Wallace, I'm pretty sure Matt Wallace is too, they're all teeing off in the afternoon on Thursday and then playing in the morning on Friday, which I think is the ideal scenario. Um, I mean, the weather's unpredictable. Of course, it could, everything could flip, but that's just another reason why I thought that he may have a chance. Um, I gotta ask you though, do you think uh, Patrick Cantley, do you think he's got a shot this week? Um, like I said, good form from two weeks ago. If you, I mean, good form. He, uh, T eleven. I don't think so. You don't I don't think, think so? he's got a shot. I think that he is going to think. I think in the back of the mo- in the back of his mind, he's thinking, "What if I win this week, and then, what am I supposed to do next week?" Defend? Am I supposed to defend my like at Memorial? Like what? Well, also, what, what is his? What I'm, is his I'm wondering there? if let's say. Let's say Lucas Beauregard wins this week. I don't know if he is in the field for next week. He probably is because he got he finished tied fourth at a W or fourth at WGC event. Yeah, I understand. But does, um, does you're just saying if I were if Max if me Max, was to go out and play at sponsors exemption at this event and I win with that put me into next event. Well, I mean, yes, it would. you would get a sponsor. Yes, I think period, anyone would get, so yes, you would get to play at the moment. I know you would get to play, I just don't know, I'm saying, for well, someone who was a long shot, would that help you or hurt you for next week? I mean, that would hurt you. You think so? It would definitely hurt you, yeah. I don't, I don't think that... I mean, I don't think that the bar would be win for the... Like, I mean, if, if the BJ Singh won. strength of field... Strength of field next week is going to be so. Oh much, yeah, and it's a, t- so it's much a completely harder. different golf course. Yeah, completely different golf. And also, you got to think it's that whole like hangover thing. Like a guy goes out and shoots sixty two on a Saturday, and and on Sunday he always shoots seventy one. Yeah, like it's not, it, and and we usually see that. Not every guy. What was it? Who won? Did Brendan Todd win back to back weeks? Yeah, he did. Um, Which is impressive because it was. It was back to back weeks. Weeks I know, yeah, like tired yeah, as like back to back starts. Back to back 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 weeks. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's. I think that going back to your question, I think that Patrick Cantley wants to defend at the Memorial next week, and do all the things that the defending champion does. And if he wins this week, that's gonna make it all pretty awkward. Um, so I. I don't. He's yeah. He's probably just gonna. Work on his shot shape, mm-hmm. hit the center of the green. Yep. It's probably going to be... long one go in. Hopefully he, hopefully he makes a, makes the cut and makes some cash, and he gets an early tee time on Saturday and Sunday so that he can get some rest for next week um, and some good practice, and four days of tournament practice. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So, next, next segment, uh, it is, is Bryson versus Matthew Wolf actually a thing? Oh, God. I know we I said totally we were going to talk about, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Bryson, but this is actually something that we heard a lot about, uh, on Sunday's coverage of the Rocket Mortgage, um, and they were, it's PGA Tours narrative, um, er, all the announcers, Oh, the 3M Open last year. Bryson makes the eagle on the 72nd hole. Oh, it's it's going to go... He could even win. It could go to a playoff. It could be... So beautiful. Such a touching story. And then Matthew Wolf. Yeah, then Matthew Wolf makes his eagle and ends up winning the tournament. And it was like, oh, Bryson is mad and he's back and now he's big and he's angry. And he's going to, you know, he's going to really fight for this one. Um, Is it a thing? Is Bryson well, no. versus Matthew Wolf? No, but I mean, you know, I think that I don't like either of the guys. But it's it's a small event. I mean, the Rocket Mortgage is a. Let's be honest. The course is pretty shitty. I mean, I'm very nice. Obviously, okay, I'd for, love to play there. On PGA, PGA Tour standards. Tour standards. PGA Tour very standards. shitty. The field shitty. Um, they want to make like the, it watchable the, TV. And Bryson had a what like a three shot lead. He made the bogey on um. 14 when he hit it in the par 5 yeah the par 5 when he hit it into the into the water on his layup shot and they started uh fucking Dottie Pepper goes like oh i think that uh like oh Matthew Wolf has not seen what's happened ahead he realizes uh but if he understood that he needed eagle here to tie the lead they're just they're trying to like conjure up well, some sort of I think that they would of, say i think that they would say that no matter what player it was but yeah, but they had been alluding to all of oh, last they, year's no, tournament. They directly, time. they directly compared um, this year to last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and both, and the thing is, see, both events are shitty, shitty field. I totally understand why they did it. I just, I don't like it. You know. Yeah, I think that. Well, I think that they just. It's too immature. They they young want guys to out see. There on the course, they they want, want to see Bryson, the emotional Bryson, versus Matthew Wolf, the emotional guy that, that has the crazy. It's it's two really unique guys, right? Bryson with his like mindset, physique, one length, all of that, and then Wolf with his like weird swing. And they want to see the two really successful, um, kind of like. Ugly ducks go at it. Yeah, that's and, exactly what they are. And the thing is, is that there are. It is not going to be like Tiger and Phil. There are too many. No, there's good too many young, young guys. players. Which which makes me think like, why do you want to set up this narrative? And it there's really no point. I mean, there's better guys. Um, they're bored. They're bored. The announcers are bored. I don't. I don't know. The, I, don't, I mean, yeah. I've, I've got a list down here of who, who I think, young guys who I think are better than, better than Matthew Wolf, and Matthew that are younger Wolf, than... That was his, I mean, I'm sure you heard it on all the broadcasts, but that was his second top ten. Oh, and, yeah, he's, I mean, he, he's inconsistent, a, yeah. inconsistent. I think that they, they were saying, oh, it's these two young guys, well, Matthew Wolf's 21, definitely young, and uh, Bryson's 26, well, how, so old is, if, how old is Sung J.M.? He's 21. So I'm, okay. I'm, I looked at players. These are players that I think are better than Matthew Wolf, that are Bryson's age or lower. So they would be, quote-unquote, like, available to 
have a rivalry yeah. with Bryson. Um, so we could say Xander Shoffley, who's better. I think he's just better. Cl- clearly superior to Matthew Wolf, John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, Sung Jay, uh, Colin Morikawa. Okay. And I mean, I don't necessarily think it, this is. I don't necessarily think that Victor Hovland is a better player than Matthew Wolf. I just like him a little bit better because he's not as douchey. Yeah, douchey. Um, but I, I mean, he still I, he could still be he could still be like a superstar. I don't. I don't. Like Sung Jm can't be a superstar because like he's not American. He's not American. It's, it's that simple. Um, and and Hovland isn't. I know that Hovland isn't American either. But I mean, he came out of Oklahoma State. He's born and bred. He was he part of that trilogy. Um, you know what I... The trilogy. Matt, the trilogy, (laughs) him, Morikawa, and Wolf. Yeah, but I don't like, I don't like how Matthew Wolf gets out there and acts like a, like a little boy out there on the course. Yeah. And I don't, I think that him versus Bryson is a fun watch for one event a year, but, um, I think the real narrative that they need to start using is Bryson versus Brooks. Uh, all the all the Twitter beef that we see and all the all the shots thrown and I I love it personally. I mean, you got it, it is literally the uh, the jock versus the nerd and <laughs> I I love it I love it. Um, you know I I respect Bryson a lot, but I just I can't. I don't know. I you don't, can't. I you can't, can't, can't love you the can't guy. Take a side. You can't be on his team. I, I understand. But actually, bringing up bringing up the beefcake, uh, Brooksy, uh, is a very very good segue. Um, is Brooks Kepka back? Slash, will he perform this week? The, the, okay, you ask. Is Brooks Kepka back? Is like, he back? Do you want okay. him? Do you want is him? He, like is he Beth able Page to? Is he, no, no, no. is he going to? Okay, is he going to compete this week? Yes. No. No, I don't think so. Is, is will he perform? Will he compete? Th- th- I, mean, I could I totally, could... I could totally see him finishing like tied twentieth, and then going out next week, and it being like a, like a three way battle between three of the best players in the world. Him, I... Xander Shoffley, and um, a Rory, Rory, McElroy, Rory. Rory McElroy. Just the three of them going out and blazing the field by five shots. Well, this is why part of the reason why I had him as my fade. He, I think that he will either not make the cut, or if he makes the cut, he might make it on the number and then finish, like, what if, like, 63rd or something. I think that he's going to, I mean, we all know how he treats, like... He can say it all he wants. He can say, I care about this tournament, but it obviously shows... Okay, the memorial is a huge tournament. Like that is that is one of the closest things to a major that oh, we yeah. get. Um, but we're not talking really, about the memorial though. We're I know, about and he really wants to win it. Open. He's going to go out this week and treat it like a practice he's got round. two weeks. Like he probably went in, got in this Tuesday, and thought, "Well, great, I've got a week and a half worth of practice to, rounds to prepare to prepare." The and I think that he is going to. And try new things, and I don't. I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. But I. That's why he's my fate. I just don't think that. I don't think that he'll take it seriously. I think that he wants to win the memorial that bad to where he's saying, "Okay, well, I'll sacrifice this week. Like, 
I need fuck to take it, advantage. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Fuck it. I need to. I need to take advantage of. If I of if being I make here. a little money, that'll pay for my rent for the week. Yeah. But the real thing I'm playing for is the memorial. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I agree. I mean, do I think he's back? Is a completely different question than do I? We'll think know he after. Play we'll know after the memorial. next. We'll know after the memorial okay. if he's back because I know that he is not yet. I think that he is back. We just don't I know don't, yet? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely a little biased, but I think he's back. I don't think he's going to play well this week. I wouldn't even call... Like, I would say me calling Hideki my fade, that is me fading a player because everyone else thinks he's going to play so well. Everyone thinks that but, Brooks is going to... He was, he was number five was on PGA Tour Power Rankings. Okay, well, that, they're, those they're rankings all, are fucking bullshit. Because if you if you really think about it, every single person is going to be thinking what we think. And it's... No, this is a, I don't... This is a new one-time event, and he's probably, you know, big, beefy Brooks is just using this as a practice round. I really think that's what people are going to consider it as. I, feel I mean, like the next PGA week, Tour experts... The ones that uh, know Rob Bolton and, and everyone in, in, the, know, experts. in the studio. I, look, I if you're like, going to put him as top five on your PGA Tour power rankings, I can fade him. That's, con- that's okay, good enough that's, to consider yeah, a fade. Okay, yeah. Um, I think and that, if he's top five in the world, I can fade him. I, or is he sixth now? I think he's sixth. Yeah, yeah he's, okay, top, top six in the world. I can yes. Fade him. Okay. If he's higher ranked than he's... Bright and then the Almighty Bryson, okay. I can I can fade him. So I don't think that he goes into this week with any, any like any any kind of material expectations. Like he's he's not expecting like he's not like oh I really want a top fifteen this week. That would really solidify. He's trying to just practice, see the shots. He's gonna act like. Yeah. Oh, well, he's probably going to play as if the fairways were five yards thinner than they actually are. Or, you know, like he's yeah. he's going to try and be more precise. Um, so we're going to talk about how does playing this course, how does playing, you know, Muirfield two weeks in a row affect everything. But I think that we've kind of covered that. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we know the beefcake, we know he's not going to care until next week. We know that if a guy like Lucas Beauregard wins, he's probably not going to compete next week. I could, you know, I could see every, I feel like. You think that it'll give an advantage to guys like Kiz, like Rory, that aren't playing this week? don't play this week? That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm coming to. I I don't think that playing this week is necessarily going to help you as much because, as I talked about, the Greens are a lot slower, and they're trying out new pin locations. So I think that the the player, unless they play really well this week, they might end up playing overly conservative for the Memorial. And, like, if a guy like Kiz goes off, takes, takes his week off to, you know, fine-tune the swing... Let's say, but I mean, let's say... He Kiz starts, is pretty dialed in. Let's say he pretty, starts pretty dialed in. I, I would be... I would be mortified if I were to place, like, top ten at the, you know, Workday Charity Open and then 
I come back Monday feeling great. I'm like, I'm I am a stud at Muirfield and Kiz rolls up with his dialed in swing. I would I would be I would, I would be terrified. Be, I'd be terrified. I would think And this, Tiger I mean ti- we didn't even say anything. We haven't not mentioned Tiger at all. What's there to mention? He's not playing. He's playing at the moment. No, he's not. Is he not? He's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiger is not playing. <laughs> you thought, I thought he was playing, playing at the Memorial. No, no, he just like pulled out of the. I mean, it was like a, it was like a fairy tale thing, you know. As soon as they were like, oh, the um, like what no a, more fans. God, he was a, like, yeah, I'm not playing either. So, well, that, I mean, end of end of story. We'll hear yeah. about Tiger in like another month. So, I'm serious. His first start is probably gonna be the PGA. And that's sad for golf fans because I feel like part of part of golf coming back before everything else during like corona is um people want to see the best in the world play duh obviously um but tiger is golf and i feel like he should be playing at the memorial no okay um the last straw Oh yes, the last, the last straw. straw. Our uh, our fabled segment. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On the Pine Straw podcast, the last straw. We we're gonna talk about uh, one of the questions from one of our very loyal viewers. Yes, very loyal uh, listener, not a viewer. Actually, oh, it's not. Yeah, sorry. His name is Sparkers, uh, and he comes and he comes at us with a question today. Uh, here, I'll ask. I'll ask it to you first, Sam. Who is your current least favorite player on tour? Um, and okay, wait. I, I don't mean to throw you a curveball, and I know that he did not specify, but you cannot say Patrick Reed or Bryson DeChambeau because those are two very not fun answers that everyone's yeah, heard a million times. I mean, I wouldn't say Bryson DeChambeau is in my top five least okay, favorite players. Okay, let's not talk about Bryson. So yes, Patrick Reed is. We don't talk about him. Yeah, I, know, I agree. I agree. <laughs> He's probably second least favorite. Patrick Reed is my number two, but my number one is always gonna be Jordan Spieth. Oh. God, you had to have known that I was gonna answer that qu- this question. You had to have known that I was gonna answer that question with this answer. I mean, not. I mean, he is the epitome. He's kind of like a Matthew Wolf. He he's a little boy out on the course. The club twirl after everything, every single swing, talking to his ball like a little bitch. Um, he hasn't won in three years. Uh, he's the narrative that PG, every single person out there wants. I mean, he's fun to watch. He's great TV. I just can't stand him. I can't stand watching him drive the ball. I can't stand watching him putt. Nothing at all. Every single thing he does is repulsive to me. Which is terrible. I know I sound like a real asshole when I say that, but I think I don't like the. I do not like the club tour after everything. And I, I don't like I, the talking. It's the talking to the ball. He's out there. You know, we watch professional golf. Oh, but he's this. just like us. He's yeah. just like us. We watch you know, playing out golf. at the local muni. Yeah. You know, he'll hit a shot and then he's like, he's like, oh no, get down. But the thing is, it's like, yeah. I'm watching professional golf to watch these guys do shit that I can't do. And part of, and something I can do out on the course is miss a three-foot putt and point at a spot and yell at my friend. And in his case, his friend is his caddy who he treats like a punching bag with his words. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, Michael, 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 can you see that? Shut the fuck up, man. Jesus, you're a grown man. Like, act like one. I, I mean, there are a few things. It's just... 
the the PGA Tour coddling is one of the worst things about a lot of players oh, like yeah. him. It's oh Jordan's going back to the towel. Oh, he's going back yeah. to the towel. Yeah, oh, you know. I, I mean, I, I love I love Tiger. You gotta love Tiger. Impossible to hate Tiger. But you know, they always say, uh, oh, you know, the wind must have just picked up. Tiger's going back to the towel. You know, he's you know, no, hands no, are getting a little. But sweaty. they got they got Spieth's thing. It's like oh, he's he's rethinking a shot. Like oh, oh yeah, he calls, he calls so Michael over and they and they and they go to the towel and and he dries his hands and the club off and it's a reset button. And the thing is that every single player has a reset yeah. button. They just completely blow it out of proportion for Jordan and make it seem like he's the, you know, first person to ever have something like that. Um, I mean, it, it props to him. They suck him till he's dry. Yeah. Uh, your least favorite player, please tell me. Okay, I I was having a really hard time with this question. I don't think that there's any player that I, like, I truly hate on tour. Um, I mean, I, I don't like Patrick Reed, but that doesn't count. It's pretty. I, it's pretty tough to current, hate some guys. A, a player that I'm just currently like really pissed off at is as close as I can get, and that that that's Ricky Fowler. Okay, um, I I I will say before you say anything, I have never been the biggest fan of Ricky, but I feel like there's so much pressure on him from his sponsors, from the media to be someone super cool, and. As a result, I don't like him for that. But, I mean, yeah. he's just... I just don't like... I mean, I really appreciate all the, like, charitable charitable things he's done. I think that he's awesome for that. Like, I, you know, is like a, a model for the game. But it's just like, when are you going to... When are you going to play some golf? Like, when are you going to win again? Like, when... He... He earned the right to be that superstar four years ago. And yeah. he was that superstar four years ago. But he has not done anything since then. What was he? He was like a top five player in the world. He was. He got up to like fourth. Let me check, actually. I just don't. I just don't. Well, didn't he win? I say that. Didn't he win the waste manager? Or, well, did he win the waste uh, management last year? Two years ago. Two years ago, was it? Yeah. Uh, 2019 waste yeah. management winner. Um, his highest world rank was was fourth, and it was after he won. The also, I don't. I really. We were talking about this the other day. The fact that people say he's the best player without a major. Oh, that's just oh, bullshit. That's no way. Like, n- no, wrong. No, it's I mean he's he missed gotta... the cut. Okay, he missed the cut at the RBC Heritage. Missed the cut at the the Charles Schwab Challenge. He did finish tied twelfth at Rock and Yeah, but I mean, he just he just shot a. He shot a sixty six. Um, but look at this! Look at this trend. Sunday. Look at this trend. He's been going down in OWGR for oh, what? God. What is that? Two Until, years in a row since he since he won since he finished second at the Honda in twenty nineteen. Oh, so yeah. about well, but he's been little he has been going down. Oh back, no, he shot the bed for sure. Back up from there. I mean, he has jumped all the way up to thirty first. And once he loses that player's championship, which, or that's already gone, isn't no, it? No, that's gone. That's, that's already that's gone. That's way gone. Then he's, I mean, he's going to lose second at the Masters. Yeah. Or did he already lose that? I think I he's lost he, it. I guess he just, maybe he already did. But, I mean, he's going to lose, I, I just don't know. I don't know. He's just not. I, I he's understand gonna, the hate for Ricky. I don't hate I, him, I, though. It's I'm not just the pissed hate, off at him. Hate is the wrong word. 
Um, but I just think it's it's PGA the PGA tour wants a narrative. They want they want a golden boy and Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, they happen to be guys that are kind of uh faults of the system. I'm just really. pissed off that Ricky Fowler won't play better. Because there are guys like Sung Jay. Mm-hmm. More consistent. Abraham Answer. Right? If you were to like that all it takes is just to f- focus on your game a little bit. And look, they're playing awesome. Yeah, put they're, your head down, stop filming some commercials. Yeah. And, and he could be no, he, and he he's I mean, he's proven it. He can be one of the best in the world. And he yeah. is on his everyone is on their day one of the best in the world, but he has proven it like he's gotten up to fourth. I just think that he needs to earn back a little bit of the, the credibility was, that the everyone is just everyone has just let him have for the past six years. Um all right. Is that other than that I think that's it. Yeah, um, that's all we got. Um we will put out the next podcast on next Monday. Yeah. Uh, little recap of it's it the is the Workday Charity Open. Hopefully we get a uh, a good tournament this week with you know, someone someone fun winning so we can be excited to hey, talk about it. Hey, hopefully hopefully one of our guys wins so that we can just talk yeah. about how smart we are. Yeah. For the next podcast. Maybe we'll get way more listeners if we if we start picking some winners too. Yeah, which would be no, awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, we need some we uh, any listeners out there. We do need some better questions. Uh, this guy Sparkers really fed us yeah. a softball. Uh, we, yeah, we can't we can't have. Let's be honest. I've always hated Jordan Spieth, and I don't think anything's going to change that anytime soon. But I'm glad Sam that does not. Yeah, I'm Sam glad that the viewers like now Spieth. know. You know? Yeah, the, all the viewers, uh, the, the listeners. Sorry, the, all all of them. Yeah, but um. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening. I was gonna say watching. Thank you for listening, yeah. and uh, stay tuned. Come back on on Monday and uh, hear about how right we are with all of our yeah. we we were with all of our picks. Yeah. Uh, see y'all. See you.